Welcome to the award-winning Champions Mojo, hosted by two world record-holding athletes. Be inspired as you listen to Conversations with Champions. And now, your hosts, Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo podcast. I am your host, Kelly Palace, and as usual, I am with my co-host, Maria Parker. Hey, Maria. Hey, Kelly. It's great to be with you here today. Yes, and Maria, this is a special edition of Champions Mojo from the pool deck, and we have a great interview for you today. It's brief, it's short, but it's powerful. Yeah, and we uh, I wasn't there, but I was able to listen to the interview and some great takeaways. Yeah, we hope you'll stick around and catch the takeaways. And here we go. It's the final on-deck interview at the 15th annual Rowdy Games Master Swimming Classic. And I am with Trinity and BJ Graham. They started the Swim Melbourne Masters. How many years ago, guys? 2019. Yeah. 2019. So they are now the dominant team at the Rowdy Games. Second year in a row. The first year last year, you won by two thousand a thousand points. And this year you cool. won the team title by Almost double, 2,400 points or something. So tell us, how did this great team get launched? Like, where was it? Was it out on beers? Was it coffee? What happened? How did somebody say, we got to do it? It was an open water swim. What beach were we at? Uh, Paradise, Paradise Beach. beach. We were training for some around Key West. And we ran into friends of ours, including Mike Murda, who was a coach for Swim Melbourne age group team. And he had recently secured pool space at Sherwood and was interested in starting an adult swim club. And BJ had in mind he wanted to at some point start a master's team. And he, the year before, had actually gotten certified UFMF level one. Just thinking in the future that would be something great. So had a great swim afterwards, just catching up. It'd been a while since we saw Mike. And he's like, hey, I've been thinking about starting a master's team. And BJ said, Hey, I was thinking about starting a master's team. And Mike's like, I don't really want to coach, but I've got pool space. Peter's like, I want to coach, but I don't have anywhere to swim. <laughs> and literally weeks later was our first session starting, uh, I think, May 2019. Yep. Two weeks later. Yep. So I count myself lucky to be part of this team. And I know first year was like 19 people, right? Roughly. I, I believe yeah. Yeah, 19 was the number of the first year. And give me second year, third year, and fourth year numbers. Ooh. Second year, I think we broke 50. I think we were like 51, 52. And then the, the third year is when that really exploded. We hit 130 registered with USMS. And then this year we're at, I haven't checked in the last couple of days, but we were at 151 last week. Yeah. Wow. Those numbers obviously helped us win the <laughs> Rowdy Games meet. What do you think some of the Mahi magic is? It's everybody. It's not any one thing. It is just all the people that are passionate about swimming and love swimming and want to see a team in our area and swim well and go after meet wins and records. And I think your passion and your 
I always call you a swim nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Your love of the sport, I think, set the tone. And then we had amazing people show up and everybody's there for different reasons. And we want everyone to be there for whatever reasons driving them, right? And we want to work hard, but we also want to have fun. And I think there's a, a big element of that that resonates with people. You could come to a practice and we could just slaughter you (laughs) and you may never want to come back, but we want you to keep coming back. And it's more than just a workout session, right? It's really a club. It is a community. It is a group of people that we've seen really amazing bonds form. And it's really significant, the impact. I think just the community people have had in each other's lives. I don't think you can extract those two components. Yeah, and I think... BJ is so humble. I have to point out that he was first selected, won the Kerry O'Brien Coaching Award, which is a U.S. Masters very high-level award, and the Florida LMSC Coach of the Year from the perspective of being somebody that comes into practice and sees you guys. is I feel like our team is so welcoming, whether they're a fitness swimmer and they, they're scared to swim a 50 or they're former Olympic trials to Olympians like we have on our team. So when you think of your five years, did you think at five years? Oh, no. Never. No. Really, I didn't know what to expect coming into it. I just wanted to have a group of people that enjoyed swimming and will do some swim meets and have fun. But like you were saying, the welcoming nature of the group, we have a lot of people being in Florida. Snowbirds will come down and visit people just traveling for work and they'll come in and do a drop-in workout with us. And I often get people emailing me back saying, wow, that was not what I was expecting. I I was wanting to just get in my lane, do my workout, and then get out and leave. But you guys were hanging out before and after, and were a lot of fun. That's part of that, that Mahi magic you were talking about. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that having traveled around and been to a lot of different master's practices, that You just allow us to have fun. Nobody's saying, hey, get in the water or, hey, stop talking while I'm giving a set. (laughs) But you still give that set. So I would just love to get in a little bit quickly into both of your background because I just love the way that you guys met. You don't have to tell the whole story, Matt, but your relationship is a true swimming love story. So you guys swam in high school. So we grew up age group swimming. My mom was actually your coach for a brief period of time. But he started really swimming club around age 15 or so. That's, that's when I got serious yeah. about swimming, yes. And he was really shy. And so... Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> really shy. So we just coexisted, just kind of, hey, whatever. And then it wasn't until senior year, uh, I ended up his prom date. <laughs> okay, Tay, you got to tell the story because I know it. How you had the nerve to ask Trinity out. The team well, needs to hear this. <laughs> yeah. Of course, being very shy, no confidence, high schooler, uh, Trinity, I knew it was way out of my league. And she had agreed to go to prom with one of my friends. And, for a uh, different school, for, for my different school. school. We went to different schools. And yeah. that was the motivation I needed. I was like, maybe there's a chance I should ask her. <laughs> and uh, yeah. the rest is history. But how long have you guys been together? Married 22, mm-hmm. together 27. Yeah. We've got a heat sheet actually from when I was an eight and under and Trinity was a six and under. At, at the, the Cocoa Beach pool. Cocoa Beach pool at a swim meet. Oh my gosh. I love those stories. <laughs> I love those stories. All right, so 
Just in the format of what we love to ask is both of you guys are very accomplished swimmers. You're fast. You have beautiful strokes. You're a little bit of a swim nerd trend. He is a swim nerd. I, but you're, I like, cohabitate. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's, I pay attention. Yeah, you listen. <laughs> I like to know that spiritual side of swimming for each of you. So Trin here at Rowdy Gaines, you just swam the best that you've swum in years. I want to hear from each of you what it means when you're in the water. So I took about a 20-year hiatus. I didn't swim in college, high school. That was it for me. And I never thought I'd swim again. Wasn't interested. That's a whole nother really good story later. So coming back to swimming after being 20 years into adulthood, lots of crazy twists and turns to life. When I got back in the pool, it was amazing to do something your body just knew how to do. It was like home. I love that. And BJ, you're amazing. I mean, in the water, it's like when I watch you, it's no wonder you're a swim nerd. So what does it mean to you when you're in the water and you're feeling that feeling? Real similar to what Trinity said. It's just something I've always enjoyed my whole life being in the water, whether it's in the pool, swimming laps, just playing around a backyard pool, surfing, open water swimming. I just enjoy being in the water and moving in it. I would like to expand upon that just from my observation with him. And this came from maybe a year ago. There was a time practice ended early and both you and Mike were in just a lane next to each other and there was not a set going on or anything. And the two of them were just delighted. You could see the joy on their face. They were like, hey, check out the Strilla. And they were just, no top hat. It wasn't. <laughs> they were just existing and doing what they love to get. It was just, it was a really cool moment. That's always been what I've seen with him with swimming and water existence is joy. Yeah. Okay. So now I, I got to ask the question because we love being Mahis, but Mahi was strategically picked because why? That was branding that Mike did. Yeah, so oh, I, that you told me it's faster than any fish or something like that? No, That's there's, the there's <laughs> our in-laws up in uh, Jacksonville, the Wahoos, periodically remind us that oh, their fish okay. is faster than oh, ours. Logically. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, their fish didn't come to the Rowdy Games. I think ours is the prettiest. It, yeah. Oh, it's definitely yeah. beautiful. Multiple colors. If you don't know what a mahi fish looks like, you got to check yeah. it out. All right. And... If you guys were going to give some advice, because I know U.S. Master Swimming will get on me if I don't ask you this, to somebody thinking about starting a club, you guys literally, I have a lot of friends at U.S. Master Swimming, and they're always like, what are you guys doing? What is BJ Trend? What are they doing? What advice would you give to somebody thinking, we got to start up a master's program? Because it has been an exponential growth. What would you recommend for them? I say it takes a village. <laughs> It's not just the two of us. At the beginning, it was the two of us and Mike, and then everybody that joined has some say. Or we listen, we hear the feedback, we see what's happening, we try to grow and adjust and adapt. So I would say for someone starting out, USMS has some amazing support structure in place. We didn't necessarily know about that in time, <laughs> but we were lucky to have people around us and knew enough and were passionate enough about swimming to stumble our way through. Yeah, I'd definitely <laughs> echo that. We were very fortunate to have some people that had a lot of experience with master swimming 
And I think that's another thing that I would say from an outside observer is that you guys allowed people to do stuff. You delegated. Can you do these? Can you do the records? Can you do this? Instead, so I think that people think they got to take it all, all on by themselves. But like you said, it takes a village. So absolutely does. Congratulations to us <laughs> Mahis for winning Rowdy Games second year in a row. Will 2024 be on our Already yeah, absolutely. We're already <laughs> preparing relays, I think. All right, guys. Thanks for being on the show. Thank All you, right, Kelly. Thank you. Stay tuned for the takeaways. Did you know pool chemicals will strip your skin and hair of its natural oils, which will lead to dryness, itchiness, premature aging, and diminish your overall quality of health? Try TriSwim, the U.S. Master Swimming number one rated personal care line for combating chlorine and other water chemicals. Designed by swimmers and triathletes who love swimming, but were tired of compromising their health, the TriSwim formula was engineered with natural ingredients like botanicals, vitamins, and aloe to restore your hair and skin from chlorine damage. Save 23% off TriSwim today by using code MOJO23 and make the next step in upgrading your post-swim beauty routine. And now, the takeaways. Swim Melbourne Masters, Mahis, we had just won the meet by over 2,000 points. That's so, so amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it was such a great team effort and just really a lot of fun. We had 58 relays and it's only an hour away from our home area. So we just had a wide range of people out and it was just so fun. And it's always fun to win, but that's the second year in a row that we've won the title. So to talk to Trent and BJ who started the program was great. And uh, Maria, what was your first takeaway? Well, I've met BJ. I don't think I've met Trinity, but my major takeaway is like, you can lead this amazing program that grew from 19 to 52 to 130 to 150 in just a few years. And you don't have to be an extrovert. You don't have to be this huge salesperson. BJ's very quiet, but I've been to a, a practice and he just does a great job. So I guess a t- takeaway for me is maybe you think you got to have certain things to start a program or even to become a swimmer. You don't necessarily have to have those things. Maybe just a desire is all that you really need. That would be my takeaway. What do you think? Yes, yes. BJ is the head coach and Trent does assistant coaching and obviously is one of the co-founders of the team with BJ. And I think their personality styles Mm. are different. Maybe in addition to one is definitely not an extrovert. Trin is definitely more of an extrovert. So maybe having an assistant that balances you is a good thing too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But I agree with that. I I don't think there's any one personality type that necessarily makes a successful coach. I think there are extroverts. I think there are introverts. I think there are highly technical coaches. I think there are more cheerleader coaches. Right. They're all kinds, but that was a great one that sometimes you just think, oh, if if you're going to be a coach, you got to be up there bellowing on deck. And that is just not BJ. Or if you're going to be in anything, I think you should have to put away your any any preconceived notions about what qualities you have to have to be a something. I think BJ has proven you can, in Trinity, that you can do whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And my takeaway for this section is that they're so welcoming. We talked about the Mahi magic and it definitely starts with Trent and BJ that they're so friendly and welcoming to everyone that's on deck and that 
They're likable. We all like them so much that mm-hmm. we want to see them succeed. So then we're welcoming to people. So right. we see them be welcoming. We're welcoming. Yep. And it just spreads. It's like if you get welcomed in your first week, then the next week when somebody else new comes, you welcome them. So it's right. almost like we pass the baton. So everybody right. welcomes everyone. And it's not just one person, but it, it definitely starts with the leadership there, which yeah. is they make everybody feel welcome, whether you're, you know, we've got ex-Olympians on the team to brand new swimmers and they all get the same equal welcome. And I think that's a key to the Mahi magic. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. My practice there was like that. I was welcomed and invited, of course, by you. But then once I was there, I felt totally welcomed by everybody that I was with. So great job. Yay. So finally got him on the show. So thanks, right. Maria. Another sure. great one. Love you. All right. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Champions Mojo podcast. Did you enjoy the show? We'd be grateful if you would leave us a five-star review on iTunes to help others find us. And we'd also love to hear from you. We're on all social media platforms, or you can reach us at championsmojo.com.